Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Once in a Lifetime, the podcast where we talk about Lifetime movies about getting murdered and amnesia and creepy guys in the woods. <laughs> I'm <Whoa>. Anne. <laughs> I'm Bridget. Uh, this week we watched A Murder to Remember. What'd you think? I liked it. I liked it too. Oh, that was good. Yeah. I was sufficiently creeped out. I like time. I think I paused once to see how much time was left, but that was just because I was like, I'm interested to know how much time is left, but it wasn't an annoyed. God damn it. No. Uh, right. And then you press pause and it says there's still half a movie yeah. left in you. No, I was, I really like this movie. This is based on a true story yep. that happened in, oh shoot. Hold on. I think it happened in like the seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have had this pulled up. <laughs> my shit but it happened in the 70s and it's based on a true thing oh my god Bridget and it happened right in the same county I live in right now no it's like in Miss County Oregon yes it did <gasps> um, it happened in some woods around Mount Hood so it's like right by us oh <laughs> MJ are yeah. you gonna go heck no you should you should go you should go what if he's okay here? so this is a um an annual joint like I said <laughs> from her true crime series. Um, I have actually never read an Anne Rule book. Every time I go to check out when a stranger, when a stranger called <laughs> stranger beside me at the library, it's always out. Really? Yeah. It's never there. I've never read anything either. Um, Andrew has read um, the stranger beside me and was like, I don't think you can read this. It will creep you out too much. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that's why I want to read it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it stays in my brain forever and fucks me up for the rest of my life. <laughs> so we open this movie um, with like a youngish chick, 20, 21, we'll say. Do you know how old she was in real life? I mean, I'm going to say like 15. She was, was she really 15? Well, like the real life story, not like oh. the actress in real life. In real oh. life, the girl was 16 oh. and her husband was 21 and they were celebrating their first year of marriage. So they got married when she was 15 and was six. She was 16 when this happened. Yeah. I feel like that adds another fucked up layer to the whole thing. Yeah, because I honestly, when I first saw her, I was like, wow she's young and they're, they're wanting her to look young. So, you know, she was young when this happened, Yeah, but 16. Oh, can you, I just can't wrap my mind around it. That's like, I mean, that's like me being like next year being like, yeah, Abby, go ahead. Get married. Get what? married. Are you fucking kidding. I was 22 when I got married the first time. And I was, I look back and I'm like, your brain wasn't even fully developed. You stupid <laughs> moron. Like, doing making such giant life decisions jesus christ yeah oh what a baby pretty wild so it's her her name is robin she's our main character in this movie Mm -hmm. uh it's robin and she's driving with this guy who is named sam we find out um and he is like really sickly coughing does not look good like you need to take some nyquil baby and take a (laughs) 20 hour nap. Um, but they're driving in this like really shitty pickup truck through this really forested wooded area. They go to the police department and 
they say there was an accident and Robin's husband, Javier, was mm-hmm. shot. Um, so Sam, this entire time, is just like hacking and coughing and being so disgusting and gross. So gross. <laughs> Man, you need to just take some mucinex, clear that shit out. Yeah. Come back later. <laughs> um, so the sheriff is, I really, uh, something about this movie I really loved is that my two favorite medical examiners from Law and Order are in this movie. I couldn't get over it. I was so my excited. two favorite ones. I was thrilled. I was thrilled. Now, the one who played the sheriff, <laughs> she really went for it. She <laughs> had some gusto behind her <laughs> delivery in every scene. And I a thousand percent appreciate that. I loved it so much. It also at points made it feel like a completely different movie. <laughs> <laughs> like accidentally got edited. So, she's so intense. <laughs> so Sam and Robin are talking to the sheriff Watkins about what happened. Um, they were camping. Her and Javier went camping to celebrate their one year wedding anniversary. And then we get a flashback to the actual thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um they're in the car. They're driving to their little campsite. They're so cute. Oh my I god! No, they were like precious and adorable. And I just, literally wrote like, "This is so sweet." I know. <laughs> Me too. I said, "Oh, they are so cute." He loves her. Like he gives her his grandma's necklace, which is like a cross, and is very important to his family. And he gave it to her, and like, oh, he also gave her toilet paper because it's their one-year wedding anniversary. And he wrote like one year for each sheet on this roll or something. It was so sweet. Oh, what a tender baby. And they have an awesome station wagon. They really do. God, one of my most favorite fucking cars ever. So we love Javier. Javier is 1000% good guy. Javier. Yes. We love him. We love him. He's kind of talking about how like, oh, be careful in these woods because El Cujo will come and get you. And I was like, Slenderman. <laughs> but don't worry, he only hunts kids and yep, you'll become yep. his slave in the woods. And I was like, oh, technically she is a kid. So maybe that is what happens <laughs> on her license. It does say 16. <laughs> um, they're at the campsite. They, you know, they're talking about camping so much. They don't set up a tent. Nope, they, they sleep s- in the car. Sleep in the car. But they talk a lot about fishing. There is a lot of talk about fishing. Oh, boy. So much talk about fishing. She is obsessed with catching fish to make fish tacos with Javi's dad. Yeah. But also seems to have never been fishing before. (laughs) But is like obsessed with the idea. It's like terrified to touch the worms. But it's like, I have to get five fish. (laughs) Five. So I can make fish tacos for your dad tomorrow. <laughs> I told him I was going to do it. And if I don't do it, he's going to slip my throat and bury well, me in the ground. I can see why she would think that. I, didn't, I mean, that I can too. We did mean her dad and he's a little intense. We get like a flash of a weirdo in like a leather trench coat chilling at the campsite. But that's not Sam, right? No. It's just some random guy. So you're, you're like, just... oh, no, keep, keep your eyes on this fella. <laughs> 
doesn't show up ever again. <laughs> nope, a red herring. <laughs> so, um, sleeping in the sleeping in their car, not a tent. Which you know what? I've slept in Liz's car. We used to sleep in her car all the time, uh, like next to her house, because we didn't feel like going. <laughs> we would like Seriously? sleep in the parking lot next to her house. <laughs> Sleeping in a car is comfortable. I have no problems with it. So the next morning, Javier is like, oh, hey, I was talking to that creepy guy in the trench coat. (laughs) And he said there's like a fishing stream that just got salted. And so we'll be able to get so many fish down here. So let's let's go to the stream and you can fish your heart out all day. You little freaky fisher lady. (laughs) That's all you want to do is get fish. Now, this is the day that I learned that sometimes we salt streams <laughs> and that does something. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's a thing. We'll, we'll have to ask Jessie. <laughs> she would know. But yeah, it doesn't seem like that is something you would do to freshwater <laughs> because it, it seems like that would really mess up like the ecosystem going on in a freshwater stream if you just dump a shit ton of salt in it yeah i don't don't know whatever this is a matter for the dnr bridget not us (laughs) this is above our pay grade which is nothing we don't get paid to do this guys (laughs) can you believe it (laughs) so javier's fishing having a great time robin falls asleep next to some tree branch and uh she wakes up she can't find him she's freaking out running around the woods (laughs) of course what you do is leave where you are and run around the woods (laughs) that you're not familiar with (laughs) like when i went to camp in fifth grade they were like hey the first thing you don't do is run around the woods when you're scared (laughs) yeah don't do that but she does it um but she, yeah, don't worry, guys. He turns up. He's there. He's fine. Everything's great. Um, so they're walking through the woods and they run into Sam, who is the guy from the beginning of the movie who was driving in the pickup truck with Robin. And they meet Sam and Sam's just out in the middle of the woods with his truck. Oh, wow. I am really lucky I stumbled on you like <laughs> My truck is stuck and I need somebody to fucking help me out. So they're like, okay, great. We'll help you. Robin gets in the car and the guys push it. They get it unstuck. They're all celebrating, chatting. Robin is just still sitting in the car, (laughs) which I thought was so weird. Like, get out of the car. That's not your car. Get out. When they're celebrating, she leans out the window to kiss her husband. I know. This is... It was so funny. I was just like, what are you doing? You would immediately be like, great, mission accomplished. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> but um, so ba 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 ba. Sorry, I'm getting my notes here. Danny edit that out. Mm-hmm. They're ah. looking for a place to fish. Yes. Sam is like, oh hey, there's a way better stream. <laughs> uh, you want to fish? I <laughs> I got fish for you. Let's just, you know, you follow me and I'll take you to this place. So they're following him in their cool station wagon. And Javier is like, "Mm, I think we're going in circles. Like, yeah, we've just been driving around. Like, 
what the fuck is going on? Robin is like, hey, calm down. It's fine. Whatever. Um, Sam pulls over. They pull over. And he's like, you know what? I mean, it's still super light outside. It's still super light. He's like, oh, I actually missed a turn like two miles back. In our cars, in our cars. So it'll take us, you know, five minutes to get back there. Uh, but we better camp here for the, <laughs> we better just set it up right here, right now. Um, like 2 PM. Uh, what the, what the fuck? We'll camp here. I'll show you the stream in the morning. And they're like, uh, okay. Javier does not want to. Javier is like, this is really fucking stupid. And I am not getting good feelings from this. But yes. Robin is like, I'm a people pleaser and a young woman. So mm-hmm. I'm obviously just going to go along with the guy in the group who's insisting on something yeah because i haven't learned to speak up for myself and follow and my it's instincts. the 70s so i'm even less likely to learn that so robin sees a deer and is like oh my god it's bambi <laughs> and sam is immediately like i'm going to kill the fuck out of that deer <laughs> let me go grab my gun javier come with me like let's go we're gonna bag this baby and robin is following behind them but she can't see them. Mm-hmm. And then she hears a gunshot and Javier screaming. Oh boy. So she runs up on them, finds Javier just dead already. He's already. dead. Which was good. I mean, like it would have been really sad if he had been like clinging to life and like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's probably better that it was instant quick. Yeah. Um, so she finds him dead. She's freaking out. Sam is right there and he's like, I just handed him the gun and it went off. I don't know what happened. What a crazy mm-hmm. accident. Oh no. She obviously freaks out because her husband has just been fucking killed. Yeah. Runs off. And then Sam books it after her. You're going to get lost. You're going to get hurt. Stay here with me. Yikes. Ugh. Yeah. So it's kind of scary. And now we're back at the police station. When they came in to say her husband was shot Mm -hmm. Um, and she's saying, you know, really, Sam saved my life. He got me out of those woods. If it wasn't for him, I probably would have died in there, too, without him. But she does keep kind of like looking over her shoulder. A little side eye. And the cop is already kind of like, this is weird. Yeah. Yeah. So now we cut to a woman answering the phone. This is. (laughs) The other medical examiner from Law and Order, my favorite, Dr. Elizabeth Olivet. (laughs) I loved her so much. Um, And so she's answering the phone. We don't know who she is yet. She's a wedding planner or something, apparently, because she's getting off the phone with somebody talking about (laughs) wedding shit. Yeah, because the lady accidentally dyed her hair orange instead of blonde the day before her wedding. We all do it, Bridget. We all do it. Don't act like you're better than everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) So we find out that this is Robin's mother. And so she gets a phone call from the police station and shows up there to be like, what the absolute fuck is Mm -hmm. going on? I need the scoop. So... She goes to the police station, gets all the info from the sheriff, and she goes home with Robin. And as they're leaving the police station, Sam is there being like, I'll always be around keeping an eye on you and your mom. What? Yeah. No. 
cool. No. And then the sheriff is like, well, it's night now. So guess what, Sam, in the morning, you can just take me out there to find Sam's body and we can just, you know, fingers crossed that the animals don't get to it tonight. Hey, yeah, bitch, what? you got flashlights like you. You can investigate stuff at night. People I get murdered at night. It. You don't wait until the morning <laughs> to be like, well, oh, it's like 10 06 right now. I took my bra off already. Hmm. Can this wait until I have some coffee in the morning? Like, what the fuck? Oh, it just seems yeah. like such a weird, but like, better hope the animals don't get to him. That's so callous. It really is. And they. They think at this point that this has just happened. So yeah. like, what if they were wrong and he yeah. wasn't actually dead? Yeah. That's right. insane. I know. Well, like, we know it wouldn't have mattered. But in that moment, the sheriff does not know that. No, you're right. She doesn't. She doesn't. So Sam's going to get put up in a hotel for the night because at this point, everybody just thinks it was an accidental shooting. Mm hmm. So he's going to go out in the morning with the sheriff and show her the body and what happened, where, blah, blah, blah. Um, at the house, uh, Robin's mom's house, Javier's parents want to come over. Mm -hmm. But Robin is like, absolutely fucking not. Yeah, like, like I can't look at them. I can't. Right. She she has a really rough night that night. She's like sure smacking is. her head and she's having nightmares of these like crazy, scary flashes. She has to block her door with her like wicker shelving mm -hmm. thing. Um, so she's taking a bath and she's having all these like flashes that she's she hadn't remembered before, mm -hmm. but they're like just brief, like whoosh, whoosh, flashes of yeah. Sam and what happened in the time that she was with him after Javier was killed. Um, and then her mom comes in. She's like, I, I think Sam killed Javier on purpose. I don't think this was an accident. I think he murdered him. Yeah. Like all my thoughts are jumbled and I don't know what's going on really, but I just have this idea. Yeah. Based on what I'm remembering. So then Sam, Sam shows up at the police station to take his polygraph test and go in for questioning. He is still just like hacking, hacking, coughing, being disgusting, horrible. He looks like he's about to die. Yeah. Um, takes his lie detector test. He said that Robin was flirting with him. And so he forgot to take the safety off the gun. And that's why it went off. And then the sheriff is like, so you're saying Robin was flirting with you and so you forgot to take the safety off your gun and that's why it went off. And then he goes, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but it's like, that's just what you said. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. That's just what you said about it. Um, and then he also said, I didn't touch the body, but Robin touched the body and she was out of control after Javier was shot. Uh, yeah. And the cops he, like, hey, you piece of shit. <laughs> Hey, no shit, buddy. Just died. <laughs> yeah. Like you just shot her husband in the middle of the woods. <laughs> of course she's upset. Of course she's upset. So Robin and her mom at this point barge into the sheriff's office and her mom is like, um, Sam killed Javier. This wasn't mm -hmm. an accident. You need to arrest him. And the sheriff is like, oh, no. 
Sam is actually free to go. Um, he passed his polygraph test. Yep. He just passed it. And I like what he had to say to me. And um, I'm really bad at my job. So I'm just going <laughs> to let him let him go. And I'm going to actually talk to you and tell you how you need to simmer your ass down. Yeah. Mm-mm. I was pretty horrified by that. Um, I mean, I guess in the 70s, they did things like lie detector tests where the end all be all. I know. God, but so- it, this for how I mean, long she relies on this, it really drives me crazy. You guys know. I mean, I would think that the four people who listen to us also <laughs> probably listen to the same shit that we listen to. You know not to take a polygraph test. Like, don't take a polygraph test. No, don't. It's just going to be used against you. It's never used for good for you. No. Like, never. Never. Ever. Never. So don't ever do one. And if you have to do one, have a lawyer there. Like, just don't talk to the cops ever without a lawyer. Oh, yeah. The second the cops want to talk to you, get a lawyer. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's coming from someone who lives with a lawyer. Yeah, you live with a lawyer. And he would get on here right now and be like, oh, absolutely. Don't ever talk to me <laughs> without a lawyer. Are you fucking insane? No, 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 no. So Robin, um, Robin is talking with her mom, right? Is this with her mom or with the sheriff too? Where she's like, I think Sam, I think Sam kidnapped me and held, like, she's getting the realization Mm -hmm. that like, oh, fuck, I, I, this wasn't like a one day thing that happened. This was like almost a week that he had me in the woods. She's talking to the sheriff. Well, she doesn't want to. And her mom basically has to like beg her, like tell the sheriff what you told me. And mm-hmm. then she says, yes, there for a long time. Yeah. So she thinks she was there for like five days or so. Oh my so God. We, we cut to Robin and Sam walking in the woods after the accident. Cause he's like, we're going to go get help, you know, like let's mm-hmm. go. I'll, you don't know where you're going. I'll go with you. So they're walking in the woods. He's like, we're going to camp here. We have to stay together or you're going to die. Like I'm your only hope for survival out here. Um, he also says, sorry to cut in, but he also says there's lots of places to get lost and nobody would ever find your body. Mm-hmm. He says that to a woman whose husband just died. Mm-hmm. He says, do what I say and listen when I talk. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm your commanding officer. <laughs> like yeah no no so she doesn't like that and well tries because to run after away. he says that he screams into her face attention soldier yeah yeah <laughs> so she books it, it rightly i would too but he catches her and then he tells mm-hmm. her that he's not sam He's a special person named Kent who works for a secret government organization. <laughs> and Wait, what's it called, though? Isn't it called the organization? Yeah. A secret government agency that's called the organization. And see that helicopter that's flying around in the sky? They're tracking me right now. Uh-oh. Girl. <laughs> Robin, you in danger, girl. <laughs> I'm already laughing, thinking about how the sheriff <laughs> thinks about this organization and like acts on it. I know, Bridget. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I know. I know. 
It was so stupid. So he's like, uh, the organization made me kill your husband. The organization <laughs> made me do it. Okay, cool. <laughs> so now we cut to Robin back at the police station. Now she's taking a polygraph test. And um, the sheriff is like, well, you know, I don't believe anything you're saying. And also, Sam was talking about a government organization um, that he's part of. And we can't arrest him because there's no evidence that he actually killed your husband. So I'm so sorry. He passed his polygraph. What can I do? Like, yep, yep. Liars, liars are just allowed to get away with shit because they know how to lie. Sorry. <sighs> Um, so the mom is like, Robin, go get me a fucking cup of coffee. I'm going to have a little chatty chat with Sheriff here. And the sheriff is like, your daughter's making this all up to deal mm-hmm. with what happened. Like none of this that she's saying is true. But right. everything that Sam is saying <laughs> is true. Everything he says is true. Because he because he, he passed his polygraph, you see, and Robin didn't. Robin failed and her mom and, like slumps down into a chair and I can only go on the results <laughs> of a polygraph test yeah that's all I can rely on no common Things sense the mm-hmm. sheriff waits days to do like run a background check really grind my gears I know so on the way home from the police station Robin like freaks out in the car with her mom that they're being followed that it's people from the organization that sam said they were going to get tracked and killed and oh my god they found me da, 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 da. no it's just mrs williams across the street chill yeah fuck out chill out and then the sheriff gets all the info on sam his <laughs> vast arrest record she is just <laughs> shooketh to her core cannot believe cannot believe she was duped and among all of this evidence is a response from her friend at the justice department who she had her assistant reach out to to ask about the secret government agency known as the organization (laughs) so the thing that really clinches her turning on sam is and my friend said there's no such thing as the secret organization no such (laughs) thing can you believe it made up those words he said said to me he said there was one (laughs) and it turns out there isn't i mean the the nerve my god absolute nerve so like we don't really know what his arrest record is we just know it's long and he's a felon and he's a criminal and he's a real bad dude so robin a real bad dude. <laughs> He's bad news bears. He is. I don't know what I thought you said, but. So Robin and her mom are having like a nice, lovely chat on the porch about like when her dad passed away and how her mom kind of was able to like get herself out of her grief because she heard his voice like mm-hmm. telling her girl get the fuck out of this like i'm still here told her to stop being a sad sack yeah quit being a sad sack get your ass on law and order (laughs) (laughs) be the mass medical examiner you can be um so robin decides that she wants to tell javier's parents like 
he was murdered. It wasn't yeah. just a freak accident that she thinks he was murdered. And her mom is like, mm, I might want to pump the brakes on that. I don't know if that's right. a great idea, but, but Robin is like, well, that means you don't believe me. And I mean, that sucks. So mm-hmm. the mom is like, well, great. Well, I guess I got to <laughs> call them. So Javier's parents come over and his dad walks in the door and is like, let me fucking talk to your daughter. (laughs) I was told this was an accident and now she's saying it's murder. I need to talk to her. Mm -hmm. And he's not like angry with, I don't know. I, I got where he was coming from. You know what I mean? I understand his grief and that he just wants to like better understand what happens. But what he says to her is not okay. Yeah, he does. So like they go upstairs, see Robin, see that she has on the necklace Mm -hmm. from his mother, Javier's grandma. And he is like, you gave her that to his wife. Right. What the fuck? What the fuck? Like he is pissed. pissed. So she tells him, Javier, ah, this was a really good typo I had in my notes and I left it. (laughs) I said, tell, I wanted to write, tells him Javier was murdered, but it says, tells him Javier was murder weed. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a new strain? Yes. (laughs) So she tells him Javier was murdered and she thought that she was next and she doesn't really remember much of anything. Um, but they like take the necklace back from her and they're just like, get fucked. <laughs> you suck. I mean, and I the mom you. does try to say, I'm not going to take it, but she like forces it into her hand. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But the dad literally says, this is all your fault. Yeah. To mind you, a 16 year old girl who just went through a horrible trauma. And then we find out it was more horrible too. Yes. We find out it was more horrible. So we're at Javier's funeral. The sheriff shows up at the funeral because why wouldn't you show up at a funeral? Like that's just wait. The worst time you can, even if it's good news, read the room. Yeah. It's not your time right now. Sit down, wait a few minutes. Jesus. But she, she tells them that, oh, hey, we found out Sam is actually a felon and there is no secret government agency. Can you believe it? <laughs> Doesn't that blow your mind? <laughs> um, I believe you, Robin. And guess what? I need you to talk to this hypnotist for free. He's not <laughs> even going to charge you. Isn't that amazing? Or me. I think she was more excited that she wasn't going to have to pay for it. My God. Now, Bridget, what are your thoughts on hypnosis? I I feel like my thoughts on anything I don't understand is maybe, could be. I don't want to ever get hypnotized because I feel like I'm very susceptible to that. Mm. I get into the zone really quickly. Like when I do yoga and I have to do Shavasana, like I'm in that like dreamy Mm -hmm. floaty state super fast. And I really worry that I could, I worry that I could get hypnotized and like do something stupid. If somebody told me to, or like, 
I don't know. It's weird, but I never want to get hypnotized because I feel Fair like enough. it would work on me. <laughs> Fair enough. It would work. Yikes. But she goes to this hypnotist um, and she's flashing back to Sam telling her to take her clothes off. <sighs> so we know where this is going and it's not fucking good. Um, they they're seeing like other people when they're walking in the woods together, but he scares her into not letting them know that she's in danger. Like men are able to do, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he claims to be like a marksman and that he can just shoot them and no one would ever find them. I mean, yeah, it's very scary how he's like controlling her and terrifying her Mm -hmm. that she has no other option than to just do what he wants. Um, so he's now being a total perv and he's like making her take off her shirt and he's like caressing her and like kisses her and rapes her. It's just gross. Like we don't, we don't see anything. No, but like, it's just gross. And she does say that he does do Mm -hmm. it like repeatedly, it's just yeah fucking gross like it's to think of like a young girl a young girl just Mm -hmm. think of a young girl (laughs) already I'm like oh no (laughs) I yes absolutely think of a young girl who's married think of a young girl who's married whose husband was killed think of a young girl whose husband was killed in a horrible way in front of her and like it's just like this happened and that it's so fucked up it's so fucked up so I started like looking into this story a little bit this morning and the woman her name is Kandra Torres there's an episode of Elizabeth Smart's show where she interviews her and I was like I have to watch this but I couldn't find it anywhere oh yeah I would like that I would like that Um, so he, Sam takes her to like his creepy makeshift campground, which is just horrifying. It's like blankets slung up on clotheslines kind of thing. Like, yeah, there's like a one piece of sheet metal as a wall. And then everything else is just like tarps and ropes. And then he says, me, you, me and you alone in the woods. Mm-hmm. 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 Ooh, the way then, he was talking to her and like trying to be romantic about it was it almost made everything 50 times worse for me watching it I yeah hated it. yeah it was really fucking gross um they kind of start talking about like god a little bit and he mm-hmm. says that he's killed too many people for god to be cool with him yeah like god at this point god's given up on me like do you think he did kill people I don't know. It was hard to t- tell what was his delusions. And like, I feel like he probably did kill he, other people. I don't know. I know. Convinced but like himself he was doing it for the government. Or maybe he was just, but maybe he was just saying that to scare her. I don't know. I don't know. Hard. hard I should have know. looked this up before the, the show. <laughs> should have looked this up, but whatever. Um, and then he says to mm-hmm. her. I hope you're not there when the doors in my mind open and I go crazy. Yes. This freaked me 
out. He's like, human minds have doors that you can open and shut. And I, I hope the day all mine open, you're not there. And I was like, because ah. you're real pretty. <laughs> oh, girl, get out. Yikes. Um, so then we cut to the sheriff having a talk with the hypnotist. And he is like, well, my professional opinion is that this is what is called Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> and the sheriff's reaction <laughs> when he's like, he implanted false memories in her so she can't recall reality. And she goes, and that's why she failed the flight. <laughs> Her intensity just it's, delighted me. It was me. so good. I should have known. <laughs> well, then the, the, the disguise, like, and you know, then he offered her a reward, her life. And her the cop life. goes, ugh. <laughs> ugh. <laughs> Some reward. <laughs> <laughs> So the sheriff calls uh, Robin's mom and tells her everything. Robin is overhearing this, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so Robin is hearing her mom get the news that she was like held hostage and like repeatedly raped and stuff. And her mom goes, all right, well, I'm just going to give her space and she (laughs) can come to me when she's ready, which to me feels like not the right approach. Like, I'm not saying you need to be like, tell me what happened to you Mm -hmm. in detail, but at least say like, Hey, I know what happened. And when you're ready to talk about it, I am here for you. I just need like, but you have to set that groundwork. You can't just expect that she's going to come to you on her own. I just felt like it was bad parenting. I fully feel like because they mention that, um, she wanted the sheriff to be the one to tell her mom because she wasn't ready to do it yet. So I feel like in that case, the sheriff okay, was trying that to is like true. lay the groundwork to be like, don't go bombard right. her. Touché. Touché, touché. <laughs> I guess maybe in my personal parenting, that's not yeah. something I would do. But all right. Um, bah, 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 bah. So Sam at this point is arriving at the police station for questioning, more questioning with his very serious lawyer how did this happen how does he have money to pay for a lawyer that's what i want to know because you're not arrested you're not arrested yet so you don't have access to um public defender public defender so how you live in the fucking literal transient yeah like what (laughs) i don't know they even say like this is my lawyer Mr. Mr. Serious Huffy or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to remember the lawyer from that other movie, and I don't remember. Um, This is my lawyer, Mr. Menzies. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you've heard of him. Like, so he's a famous lawyer. What's going on? It was just so strange, so strange. So the lawyer is like, "Mm, Robin is slandering Sam by saying he's a rapist and a kidnapper and a murderer, and by the way, my client and Robin had sexual relations with each other. And the sheriff, the sheriff, first off, is like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but then she refers, she says, are you meaning to tell me they had comfort sex? <laughs> Which is a phrase I've not 
ever heard in my life. And I laughed for about 10 minutes. <laughs> I feel like that's a thing people say. I maybe I've just never heard it, but like like you know, I, maybe in feel... this way. Maybe <laughs> I mean I have heard it, but I guess to hear it like in, in this context. In this context was just so like jarring to me that I it, it really made me laugh hard. The and maybe it was her delivery too. Oh, all of her deliveries. You expecting me, me to believe they had comfort sex an hour after her husband was shot? Like it was just so like, what the, says comfort sex. Um but they also the lawyer also says, "Oh, by the way, we know that Robin failed her polygraph test. How do they know that? How do you know that? How do you know? How do you know? Because you're, again, your client's not arrested. So there's no, you don't have access to evidence. Mm-mm. Do you? Nope. No, you don't. Um. So Robin goes to her apartment that she lives in with Javier. Her mom is this waiting so outside. Sad. I know it was like, that would be, a really Ugh. bittersweet, horrible, but like, I don't know. Like there would be so many emotions wrapped up in that. Absolutely. So many. It would be what they call a roller coaster of emotions <laughs> walking back into an apartment that you shared with somebody who was murdered in the woods by someone who then kidnapped you for five days and raped you yeah you thought you were going to come back to this place and continue on your life together and it never happened yeah. it really bummed me out although I didn't like when she was at the fridge and we heard a memory of Javier going leave it to my wife to burn water I know she didn't because you can't <laughs> you can't do that you can't do that <laughs> you cannot do that So her mom is just like waiting outside for her and can't stand waiting more than two minutes outside. Mm -mm. (laughs) Give her a minute. My God, like chill. I know. So her mom starts heading inside up the stairs to the apartment. And as she's doing that, Robin looks outside of her window and sees Sam standing there in a pink hat, just staring at her window. And she's like, oh, and he gives her the finger gun. Mm-hmm. gives her a finger again <laughs> um so she kind of like ducks down and her mom walks in like mm-hmm. right then and she's like oh shit uh god tell you sam's out there and he raped me and i can't testify against him because i don't want to see him in court and this is just fucking awful everything sucks that whole conversation just like broke my heart because she's having so all this guilt for not f- having fought him off and yeah. stuff. Oof. Yeah, she definitely was feeling very um, responsible for what mm-hmm. happened. And again, this was like in real life, this was a 16 year old girl, a girl, a baby, a child. Um, <laughs> This part when the sheriff and her sassy receptionist. I know. I knew you. So the receptionist comes in and is like, hey, we got uh that's some stuff from the crime lab. You want to see the results? And the sheriff's like, you know I do. And so she opens it up and she goes, there's no way in heck. Javier was standing next to Sam. There's no gun residue. 
<laughs> but the way she said, there's no way in heck. <laughs> like she, she was out of it. She literally looks at the file and then calls Robin's mom and like gives all this information That's to so her good. over the phone while we keep cutting back to the assistant looking on like so proudly. Oh my God. She <laughs> was like done it enraptured with it she's like yes i'm in and it then she's like what do you mean robin's decided not to testify so and the mad. assistant's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's scandalous so cut forward it's been three months since the murder sam is nowhere to be found he's in the wind baby he's just off the map we don't know where he is Robin wants to move back in with her mom because she can't afford to live on her own anymore. Um, she's going to go back to work. Don't worry, mom. I already got myself a job lined back up at the cheap thrift bin a lot. <laughs> yeah, the cheap know. thrift bin a lot. <laughs> um, and then her mom's like, what about school? And Robin's like, yeah, I'll go back to school. And her mom's like, great. Here's the catalog. <laughs> and then Robin opens it up. And she opens it up to the page that Javier was. It was the course he wanted her to take nursing. So she's at work taking out the trash to the dumpster all alone in the parking lot. Turns around. And who's there? Sam. Fucking Sam. Sam. Um, and he's just being a fucking creep. The sheriff, when she learns <clears throat> this happened, she goes, how could we have missed him? It's like, because you're shit at your job. You're not so good at what at you, you're not good at what you do. You're not a good sheriff. You've made a lot of mistakes here. Yes, so many. How could we have missed him? I don't know. How could you have missed him? Maybe you should have someone, I don't know, following this girl and making sure yes. she's not stalked by this crazy person. Oy, oy, oy. Oy. <laughs> so the sheriff sets up Robin and her mom in a hotel until, quote unquote, they nail this son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So she gets this idea, the sheriff, to search for decommissioned campsites or something. Yeah, because um, Robin mentions a shed, like his yeah. shed. And this now, months first- later, is the first time the sheriff has decided to check out these spots. Oh, hey, there's a light bulb. Like, let me let me see what this is. My God. I, I know. So we flash back again to a night by like campfire, Mm -hmm. Uh, Robin and Sam. He's sick, coughing, flipping out that he's going to die. I have a fever. I'm going to die. Oh, my God. Ah." He's freaking out. Such a stereotype of dudes. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm going to die. Let me tell you. And I I feel bad for him. Danny, sorry. I love you so much. But like he wasn't even sick. He just got his he got his booster shot the Mm -hmm. other day. And he was a mess yesterday oh my god he had like a fever he felt like that was the worst he's felt out of all three shots he me too it hit me super hard he was fucked up and i was just like poor baby what can i get you like (laughs) you know i'm not gonna fawn all over you i'll get you what you need but like Mm -hmm. i feel bad that you're feeling sick and not feeling well but like i just don't have that like 
I can't do that anymore with dudes. Like <laughs> you are all big babies. Get over it. You know what women do every fucking month? Yeah. So much more than have a fucking cold and feel like garbage for a day. Truth. Get over it. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Danny, for editing our podcast with your free time. <laughs> Um, bah, 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 bah. oh, and so she's like, oh, well, hey, you know what? You won't die if we go into town and get you mm-hmm. help. You know, I'll be cool. You'll be cool. We'll all be cool. I'll tell the sheriff it was an accident. You know, um, I'm going to and she's like pumping him up like as oh, yeah, she's telling him everything he wants to hear. Yeah, she's she's really getting on his good side here. Um, they're like rehearsing the story they're going to tell. Uh, they're kind of like smiling together. Bah, bah, bah. The camps or the camps (laughs) at this point, the cops find his campsite and he's there. So they walk up on him and he's like, I'm going to sue you for like (laughs) false arrest and like police misconduct and blah, 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 all the stupid stuff. They arrest him. He's like, I'll be out in a few weeks. You can't protect Robin forever. Meanwhile, his campsite is set up around a tree and nailed to the tree are Polaroids of Robin. When did he take those? I don't know. I'm like, where can I get a Polaroid camera? I want an old school Polaroid like that. Well, you could go to the 70s where he's from. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I could. Please <laughs> let me go. Let me go. Um, so Robin is at Javier's grave you know, giving this big emotional talk about mm-hmm. how she loves him and misses him and how she has to do the right thing and like testify against Sam and Javier's dad shows up, gives her back the necklace. It's all very sweet and sentimental and like, oh, great. She's going to testify. So the day she's going to go testify. <laughs> She decides that day she's going to do it, which I suppose you can do Mm -hmm. as a witness. I suppose you can do that. My issue here is when she goes to the police station to let the sheriff know she's going to testify and Sam is being escorted out by the other officers and he's just allowed to converse with her in the parking lot. Huh? unbelievable he's like taunting her that wouldn't i'll just watch that wouldn't happen no that wouldn't happen that wouldn't be allowed to happen if anything he would also be in danger because you're supposed to keep him alive till he gets to the courthouse right the girl he tortured right want to kill him might want to kill him right so the sheriff once being told that (laughs) <laughs> she's gonna testify goes i am so proud of you <laughs> so much body Freak action when she's out. delivering this <laughs> we see nothing else in this movie we just get like a little credit scene that said that the testimony in this case was a landmark precedent um in legal cases the evidence that was covered up was the woman's memory. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, this counts is the first as, time they yeah. were able to use Stockholm syndrome. In a- so it's kind of amazing. And mm-hmm. um, I'm, I really liked this movie a lot. And I mean, like, you know, I fucking love like Stockholm syndrome and like, I love this kind of stuff. So I really like this and it, it really bummed me out. 
like awful. especially now knowing that she was only 16 a baby not that age should even matter when it comes to like a female being put into this kind of situation but like she's a child so mm-hmm. it does matter like 16 is a, does that's matter. a child and i just can't i can't imagine i just cannot imagine this like that is so bonkers it's so bonkers it's terrible we have to but listen it, to her podcast thing her show yeah yeah find it um would it make you feel better to know that this is not the first made for tv movie based on this story really and that there's one from the year 1981 entitled the awakening of kendra oh is that her name kendra canola Canola. (laughs) (laughs) no kendra the awakening of kendra now and may i play you a small a small clip of this film yeah because its entirety is on um what's that site called youtube youtube <laughs> you heard of this youtube um this is about as far as i got into the movie but i feel like the music and the acting will really give you a taste of this one I was gonna say, is that? Wait. Because we're married. <laughs> is that the sister from Sixteen Candles? <gasps> oh. I need to see her face full on. Hold on, I can look it up. Because we're married. Because we're married. I forgot we were married. <laughs> Um, let's see. Blanche Baker is the name of that actress. And she, Anne, <gasps> she is Ginny in 16 Candles. Wow. Oh my God. That is incredible. Wow. Great, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that music made me laugh so oh, hard. That's good. <laughs> um, I watched through um, them going fishing. And he gets on a big rock to fish and then immediately falls into the water and gets carried away by the current. And she's in a bikini, like running back and forth on these rocks, just screaming his name. His name in the movie is Julio. Does everyone <laughs> say, call him Julio? Yes, they do. <laughs> really, guys? You couldn't ask anyone out of Julio. Pronounce. Holy shit. I gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I liked it. A whole fucking bunch. I thought the acting was pretty good. And I guess I, I mean, in that situation, I I would just, I guess I would just keep trying to run. Like I would keep trying to run away. Right. Don't you just try and get away? If you know that you don't know how to get out of the woods. And you know that the more you run away, the more he's going to get mad at you and maybe just kill you. I just I don't, don't know. know what you do in that situation. I think she did the right thing. I think she did. I mean, and like, I feel like I would be okay because I'm really good at like connecting with people. So I'd be able to be like, what's your favorite 80s comedy? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you, yeah, you just you love John have Candy to... too, right? <laughs> 
You can't kill me. I love Chucky. <laughs> Remember when he dressed up like a lady and nothing but trouble? Oh boy. <laughs> he was the best. <laughs> He was. was. I was looking at pictures of him today because it's his birthday. His birthday was Halloween. Yeah. John Candy's birthday was on Halloween. On Halloween. I know. That's incredible. I know. What a treat to end this podcast. I know. (laughs) Can we watch a John Candy movie? Yes. (laughs) Let's find the most dramatic one. Or just the sweetest. Uncle Buck. <laughs> oh, Uncle Buck. Yeah, the sweetest movie ever made. <laughs> well, the sweetest John Candy movie. No, that would be Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh it makes me want to like cry just thinking about it. I know. I, know. I like me. My wife likes me. <laughs> Your wife is dead. <sighs> she does still like you though, John. Okay. Um. So that's our movie for this week. We really liked it, and you know what? Watch it. I thought I yeah. liked it. It was worth Check a watch. If you are okay with feeling bummed that this happened to a real person. Yeah. I know. It was still alive. I know. Um, we're gonna watch uh <laughs> my doctor movie for next week, everyone. Yes, we are. <laughs> you excited? I'm, so I'm excited. excited. <laughs> Which one is it? Stalk by my doctor eight. <laughs> Three patience revenge. Oh my god, I can't wait. Can't wait. It's Looking cool. forward to it. Yes. All right. Well, have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. Stay out of the woods. Yep. Don't go fishing. Nope. And thanks for listening. Yeah. All right. Talk to you later. (laughs) Bye. Bye.